0: have a political party uh, in a hotly contested presidential primary being controlled by one of the candidates.
1: Yeah, wouldn't think. That is the campaign manager from Ber- for Bernie Sanders, Jeff Dreamweaver. That's my nickname for him. Clever. Um, and we'll hear more from him, and about. we'll talk about this more a little bit later in the hour. It's, uh, it's a big story. It should be getting more attention than it is. Maybe when the book finally hits next week, it will uh, get more attention. I don't know.
0: My question is, how did we not know all this? It's amazing. Yeah. It just goes to show you how insulated and uh, corrupt party politics can Everybody thought be. Hillary was
1: going to win, and you wanted to be on the right side of the person that was going to be president for the next four or eight years. Right. Well, once again, things don't change because the industry knows, right? Harvey Weinstein Clearly. wasn't fired because Harvey Weinstein had a problem. He was fired because we, the people, found out he had a problem. Right. More on that to come, so get the word out. So I'm getting this word out. As I mentioned earlier, I have, uh, fortunately, not had much interaction with the justice system in my life on either side of it. I have not um, been in it as a perpetrator of a crime. Regrettably. And I have had very little crime committed against me. Um the worst crime that's ever been committed against me and my family and specifically my children was what about 6 weeks ago now and i'm i'm not going to get into the whole story cuz i don't like to tell it cuz it gets me upset but this guy threatened to kill me and my kids uh screaming at us that he was going to kill us and uh and 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 f my children my kids were crying and very upset at least one of my children is still very upset um uh he's getting therapy which uh was suggested to me like a week ago Um, by the city in which I live, um, somebody was supposed to suggest that much earlier, I guess, but for whatever reason that fell through the cracks. Um, luckily we had done that on our own because my kid, he, he, Halloween, he didn't go to school on Halloween because everything frightens him now. He's scared all the time. Um, he can't walk down to the hall to the bathroom in the middle of the day without one of his parents going with him Uh ever since this happened. And it was pretty horrific. I mean, it's it, it bothers me, and I'm a grown man that's been around the world a
0: little bit. It was pretty awful. Well, you thought you had to fight him to the death for a while there.
1: Yeah, and I, well, I thought he was going to shoot me and kill me. All I right. thought, you know, my kids thought I would. It, just, it was awful. Anyway, I have been surprised um, by how the system works, mostly because I'd never been in it before. And it's just it's just human nature, and I've run into this a lot in my life. I don't think there's any getting around it. Whether it's doctors or 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 law enforcement, they have been exposed to so much of it. It's not a big deal to them when it can be a very big deal to you. And um, like for me, this is the biggest thing that law uh, uh, crime-wise that's ever happened in my entire life. And I'm not that young a man. It's the biggest thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. But to Police officers, DA's offices, that sort of stuff. They deal with this sort of stuff all day long and stuff much worse. Yeah. Your file one three three six two. And it's just human nature that it's just not that big a deal to them. Yeah. I, I I think that's something and, and same thing with doctors. You know, you're in there screaming it's the worst worst pain you've ever been in your life. And to them it's just another problem to solve. They've do- dealt with many of it through the day. I would suggest that's something you ought to try to uh to overcome, mm-hmm. whether you're a doctor or law enforcement, to try to, you know, remember on a regular basis that this is a big deal to them. Um, for instance, the first police officer, the, the second police officer that I, I've dealt with since, uh, Officer Torres, has been absolutely fantastic. But the first police officer I dealt with called me that night at home. He clearly, as he, he clearly was more concerned about that homeless dude than he was my family. I mean, without a doubt. He said to me, he said, uh, the, the real problem here is that we don't have a facility to get this guy into because he's probably an alcoholic. And I'm thinking to myself, no, the real effing problem is this guy threatened to kill me and my kids and commit sex crimes. This guy's being charged with felonies now. So the guy is being charged with felonies against children, and the police officer says to me, the real problem here is... That's not the real effing problem. Wow. In fact, I don't give an F what happens to that guy. Maybe yeah. someday, big picture, down the road, I'll be concerned about his health. But as of right now, an hour after it just happened, I'm not concerned about it. That's and, unbelievable. And, and he stated to me that was his concern. And and so I had never in my life uh, come in contact with something called a victim's advocate. I didn't know what that was. Am I supposed to know that? I don't know. But I didn't know you're supposed to have one of those. I guess you are. I didn't get one when I was supposed to, so I um, I haven't been able to figure out where this scumbag has been all this time. I assumed, wrongly, I realize this now that this makes me a moron, but I assumed that a guy who had done this sort of stuff, if he was going to get out, I would know about it. I think he got out. I can't get an answer from anybody. I can't get a straight answer from anybody. Um, I don't know if they're doing that on purpose, or it's just... So complicated, the police say it's the DA, the DA say it's the police on who should know this, and I can't figure it out. Maybe I'm an idiot, but I would like to know where the guy is. I think he's in jail now, but I think there was a period of time where he wasn't in jail, and I didn't know it. There's a possibility we could have been walking down the street, my kids could have seen that guy again. I could have seen that guy again, and Mm -hmm. I would have had no idea he was out. That's the way the system actually works, I guess, and maybe a lot of you are saying, boy, you're a dumb moron Maybe I am, but I didn't know that. I thought if somebody committed crimes like that against you and was a threat to you, that you would know if he was walking the streets. And I don't know if he was or not. I can't get anybody to tell me,
0: which is very frustrating. I know people who became aware that their rapist had been released when they saw them on the street, Yeah, yeah. even though they were supposed to be informed. And the answer from the authorities as to why they wasn't, weren't was, uh, I don't know. Or whoops, or right. yeah. boy, yeah. that's we've got a backlog or something, and it just it doesn't happen. Well, it doesn't always happen.
1: It's got something to do with uh, <clears> the, <throat> the, the police are no longer involved once they're charged. The DA's not involved until they're charged, and then there's kind of, I don't know, that period in between. I don't know what's going on there, or how I'm supposed to know as a private citizen. Um, and so there's, I think, I still don't know the answer to a lot of these questions. I think there's a victim's advocate the police department has. That deals with it after something like this happens. And then there's a different one that the DA has. Well, I talked to the one the DA has the other day, not knowing this information, was uh, fairly rude to the woman, which I now realize was not her fault at all, and I've got to call and apologize to her today. But I just, I I was having so much trouble, still having so much trouble figuring out what's going on. I think I was supposed to have one from the police department that was supposed to keep me updated on where the guy is, if he gets out, when's the trial, all that sort of stuff. But it just didn't happen? But it just didn't happen, Mm. I guess. I don't know. Again, I, it's, it's difficult to get answers, but I'm just I'm not, the main reason I'm talking about this is so if you're ever in this situation, it, it, it reminds me of going through the whole medical thing. Until you've gone through a complicated medical thing, you don't realize to what extent you need to either have an advocate or be an advocate for your own situation. You need to be on it. You need to be calling people repeatedly. If you don't get the right answer, you need to talk to their boss or whatever. You have to stay on it. Mm -hmm. Because you're just one of too many.
0: Which you have plenty of time to do when you're already dealing with a serious medical situation. Right. It's it's annoying.
1: But it's pretty clear to me that you have to do that uh, if a crime's ever committed to you, too. Which I suppose is obvious. But um, you need to really stay on top of it to try to figure out what's going on with the dude. I mean, I talked to the the DA guy, who's been very nice. Um, but I said, "Well, I googled the dude and and found uh, crimes he's committed in other states and counties and that sort of stuff." And he said, "Could you send me that information?" He said, "You don't have to." He said, "But we have limited resources, and if you could, that would be helpful and everything like that." And so I mean, they're they're so swamped that the mere the mere effort of googling the guy's name, in mm-hmm. which I came up with crimes he's committed to other places, like he beat up an old lady in Salt Lake City once, pulled her out of a car at the drive through window. So he is, despite what the first policeman told me. That he's not—he's not a violent person. Despite that, he except did, for his horrifying acts of violence, yeah, right, yeah. Um, uh, he has committed violence in other places, so I sent that to the DA's office. I don't know if that's helpful or not. I—I'm still—I—I I'm, I get a lot of—I think he's here or I think he's there. I just would like to know where the f is this guy. My wife really wants to know that. Yeah, I'd like to know if there's any chance of running. If—if if he's walking around the town I live in, well, we're not going to go into town. We're just not going to until I know the guy's behind bars, right? Because if my kids run into him, especially my youngest in his current mental state, I don't know where that's going to send him. I don't know where it's going to send me if I see the guy on the street.
0: Boy, victims' rights organizations try really hard to get this stuff reformed and and actually going the way it's supposed to be going, but it's a tough battle. It's a tough slog. There is so there are so many more criminals and so much more crime than people imagine.
1: Yeah, I yeah yeah I know, I know. And and like I said, you know, I can talk to whoever, cop, DA, whoever, about my situation. And while it is a bad situation that nobody would like to have, it, you know, where's it rank on the the awful things they've heard of that day or dealt with that day? Right. I get that. Right. But, God, we've got to have some sort of system where you know your, your example of you, that your rapist is out on the street. Is there something with all the 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 modern communication we can, can't isn't there a computer that could text me or something can't we come up with something like that
0: i would say if there was a private company in charge of it being paid to do that and fired if they didn't do it it would probably be reformed in a big damn hurry but witness the half a billion dollars spent on a uh, computer system that just went away In California. after They spent at least half a billion on it. Happens over and over again. There's just no will in government to actually reform systems. Bureaucracies exist to protect their own bureaucracy.
1: Well, I'm going to call the police department today and try to nail down, was somebody supposed to be keeping me informed of this?
0: Um, Because I would like to know. Right. And you would be doing them a favor if there is a misfunction in their uh, system that they would like to know about.
1: Yeah. Uh, If it's
0: simply a case of it's like, you know, Delaney May is off at college um, and she's uh, doing a big research project, part of the program she's in, and um, she's chosen to look into public defenders and the crisis there and the way it affects people's view of the justice system in general, blah, blah, blah. Really interesting stuff. Um, It could be incompetence. It could be apathy. It could be one person with 335 files on their desk. Um, And I would love to hear the answer if you can ever get it. Right. I think well, I think to... everybody would love to hear that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, the public who paid is the salaries of all these people right. would like to know that. Um. I also don't know, and I, I never know this with any interaction. Am I getting the same treatment I would get if I were just a person without a radio show? Because I know that's played a role in this. That's how I ended up in the homeless forum. That's how I ended up. Being quoted in newspapers, that sort of stuff, and I—I I mean, I got—I've uh, gotten a couple of personal phone calls from the DA's office. Maybe they call everybody like that. I don't know. Mm. I'm—I'm—I—I I hope it's not the case that if I—that I didn't have the ability to, you know, cause some people some headaches. I wonder if maybe you just—you don't even get the answers I've gotten.
0: Well, if that is true, and it's certainly possible, it's true because the squeaky wheel uh, and various sorts of squeaky wheels do get the grease. I—I'd I t- say what you owe is uh, let's see if we can uh, move the football in a positive direction. Let's see if we can help all the people who don't have our voice uh, to get a better outcome, a better shake. What do you think of that? Get a little activist on the issue. Yeah.
1: I should have done a better job of being an advocate. I didn't know I needed to follow it that closely. I, sh- I, I, if I ever I hope I'm never in this situation again, but if I ever am, I'm going to stay on top of it more because I think the guy was out or is out. I don't know which. Well, how are you supposed to stay on top of it? I could call more often and complain more, I guess. I was just waiting around, not waiting, but I was just going about my life thinking somebody will tell me if this guy's out walking the streets. Yeah. And apparently that's not the case.
0: Yeah. You know, it's in a strange way that reminds me of a lawsuit I'm not filing right now about somebody who just ripped me off. But it would have it, it would have taken all of my free time for weeks and weeks for the amount of money involved. Cause I'd, I had to constantly call people and bug people and rind people and get them to sign forms and blah blah blah. And I finally decided, no, no. So no, I totally get it. But I have sympathy for you. What are you supposed to? That's supposed to become your life, your hobby, your your pastime, your ritual. Kids, sorry, I can't talk to you. I got to make calls. I just, it's terrible. Hmm.
1: And I know at some level the, the 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 claim will be, and maybe it's true, that they need more money and more people and all that sort of stuff that they're so swamped. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. If you have any similar experiences, 415-295-KFTC. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's Hopefully, We're going to talk to somebody about this whole um, little problem they have in the Democratic Party where they completely rigged the system for one candidate. And it was the other candidate that uh, had all the momentum and fire going. But that candidate didn't have a
0: chance in Bernie Sanders because they rigged it completely. You know, it's funny. It just occurred to me exactly what happened. Hillary's campaign bought the Democrat Party. They just bought everything and said, we're running it now. And the alleged people who run the DNC said, okay, I guess we got to.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's something.
0: Debbie um, Wasserman Schultz is one of the worst wastes of skin in American politics. So
1: got a bunch of texts, um, uh, not surprising, a bunch of texts from people who have been in situations where a crime was committed to the, on them, and... Um, and they very quickly lost track of the person that you know committed the crime against them and and had trouble figuring out uh whether they were in jail or out of jail, so that's a common problem i guess um somebody brought up the idea of concealed carry i but uh, the, my 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 wife said last night she said "I need to start carrying my pepper spray again, and I thought you know what if we'd have had if if I'd have been able to pepper spray the dude." At least the threat would have been gone. I didn't need to have a gun. Pepper spray would have done the trick. Right. Very seldom do you need it. You could carry it your whole life and never need it. But if mm-hmm. I'd have had it that moment, it sure would have been handy. Yeah. Yeah. And I would rather do that than start squeezing off shots in a uh, a public mall. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah. I should carry pepper spray. I hate, to, but I don't want to be the. You know, do you want to be the carrying pepper? Have pepper spray on you at all times. I don't. 5.30 in the afternoon, normally safe area on the patio of a restaurant. You want to have your weapon with you and have that in your
0: mind all the time? Maybe you should. I don't know. Well, if you're going to carry a weapon, you have to have, you know, you have to train and have mental rehearsals how you're going to use it over and over again. You have to be aware it's with you. So, yeah, that is, it kind of brings attention to the situation. I know what you're saying. I don't have to worry about it because I have fists of fury. But you, you know, lesser people, I
1: understand. My
0: wife wants to get a taser. Mr. Zappity, oh, like that old lady. Oh, did, did you see, hear the story about the Great America a Park where it was Halloween night and the teens went crazy, rampaging, robbing, fighting each other? It turned into a, a, a Lord of the Flies. It's crazy, and some mom was tasing all sorts of people. So yeah, evidently it's the latest thing. Ah! other
1: people talking about restraining orders which a uh, policeman uh, said to me you know I could do that and I thought I do I, do I need to do that I don't need to do
0: that yeah you could give him a paper cut with it when he violates it
1: yeah exactly that, that's what it felt like to me it's like I could do that but he's either going to seek me out or not and he and he's not going to determine that based on whether or not I have a restraining order no I don't think that would enter into it yeah I th- yeah it's ridiculous bear mace a lot of people say is way better than pepper spray there you go there you go. Of potency, bear, yeah.
0: Bear mace. A little word to the wise bear mace. Well, I don't know. Oh, we found out there are bears about up at the walled compound when we were up there the other night. I didn't see them. I better get me some bear mace. Cause if those first couple two, three punches <laughs> that I throw at the bear with my Fs of F don't do the job, I may have to, you know, escalate, go to the bear mace. <laughs> Cause normally I'll I'll try to fight a bear fair. Before I turn to chemicals. <laughs> but they do have long slashing claws, and my fingernails are guitar players short. They're, so I'm at a disadvantage. They are wild animals, and you are not. Um, um, I don't know. Got uh, a, have you ever uh, seen me after a couple drinks? I got a couple of these texts. <laughs> you ever that seen I, me in the uh, boudoir? Huh?
1: Yeah. yeah, In all fairness, I should pass <sighs> along these texts. I don't know how
0: many people uh, this relates to your feeling on this story, but... I'm 100% for getting on this issue and moving the, the needle. Awful story about homeless
1: a-hole, but you crying about hurt feelings. Come on, society has real problems. I've gotten a number of those. And also quite crying few, about hurt feelings. I've gotten quite a few of the, your kids need to grow up and be
0: tougher, blah, blah, blah. I've God, you're stupid people. quite a few of those. You are really stupid. Stop listening to the show. A, so. you're either trolls or incredibly ignorant on child development. And either way, your opinion is unwelcome.
1: I was just throwing that out there in case you have the similar thought. You're not alone, I guess. I hope you never end up a victim of any sort of crime. It's not fun on any level. Including the picturing it working like it works on TV sort of thing. Right. In terms of. You know, any crime on television, there are like nine professionals involved in solving it immediately. Spend all their time for weeks, if
0: necessary, and, to solve I, it.
1: and I'm sure a lot of law enforcement listening says, yeah, we'd like it to be that way, too. We just don't have enough people.
0: All oh, right. I'm telling you, there is so much more crime. There are so many more criminals than most people think. Right. The DAs are drowning. They are kicking scum out of prisons and jails for lack of space. And, and nobody wants to recognize that. Would she build jails, not prisons? I'll
1: never know the answer to this, but I would like to know, would the guy have been charged if I were not Jack Armstrong on the radio being heard in that district attorney's area talking about this? Or would it have been a guy, he's moved on to another county, not our problem now?
0: Hmm. I would like to know. I don't have any idea. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I, the, the situation is, and I've spoken to a handful of DAs through the years about this, Literally, and this is, you know, I'm going to adjust the numbers so they're easily comprehensible, but you have 25 people who desperately need to be charged and put in jail. Right. You have the time and the people to charge eight of them. I get it. Roughly, you know, a third. I get it. And so maybe your guy made the top third just because, you know, random is one way to select the top third because they all need it. But in this case, all right, prominent person is the victim, so let's do it.
1: Well, the current belief is this dude's in another county, and I could easily see how if you, you know, if you got limited space and time and money, you think, okay, that's that county's problem now. He's been picked up from something else in a different county. Mm. Is that the way it works? I don't know. But it sort of makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah,
0: given limited time and effort yeah. uh, and uh, resources. Yeah.
2: What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, Trump is smacking down claims his campaign colluded with the Russians and stepping up demands the Justice Department investigate Hillary Clinton. We're going to get into that. And Amazon, my friends, cutting back on some home deliveries. Stories minutes from now, Armstrong and Giddy. Why is
1: Amazon cutting back on some home deliveries? Stay tuned. Are people getting tired of randos coming to their homes? <laughs> Are you here to kill me or deliver my you know, whatever that I ordered this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So we're going to talk to somebody from the Washington Post about this Donna Brazil flap, which is pretty damned interesting. Yes,
0: it is on several levels.
1: It's I I can't believe it's not getting more attention. It is a scandal that should make the news. If you're talking about the the history of this country over 200 some years, shouldn't it? That one party rigged the election for a candidate.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I'd say it's that crazy, but it's it's pretty crazy. It says something about the health and and welfare of the Democrat Party at this point. Let's get the it's news a now. a corrupt and soulless organization.
2: News with Marcia Phillips. Well, President Trump is again smacking down allegations of collusion between his presidential campaign and Russia,
0: but he's doing it silently in his own way yes. through.
2: The uh, president uh, was basically. What do they call
0: it? The, uh, the interpretive dance.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> I wish you could see the dance. video, folks. It's Scarves. really beautiful. I had no idea he was so <laughs> live.
2: <Scarves. laughs> uh, Trump, is, Trump is saying, no, 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 there was no collusion between the campaign and Russia. He went on to tell reporters this morning, though, that federal investigators should be going after the Democrats. You want to look at Hillary Clinton and you want to look at the new book that was just put out by Donna Brazil where she basically bought the DNC and she stole the election from Bernie. So that's what you ought to take a look at.
1: God dang it. I'm I I'm so tired on both sides of yeah. the, how about the other side argument on any of this stuff? Both or neither of these things can be happening. They're, they're individual stories. Yeah. Uh, the, the, oh yeah, what about that?
2: So no, no, the truth of one negates the truth of the other. You didn't realize that? <laughs> that just drives me crazy. Trump also saying he's disappointed in the justice department and is not ruling out firing attorney general Jeff Sessions <laughs> if Sessions won't investigate the democrats. So so the Gaffalopagus guy <laughs> yeah. who uh, who got arrested <laughs> yeah. blah, 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 blah,
1: oh, yeah. um he he got arrested and everything like that. Yeah. He was in a meeting yeah. with Trump and Sessions, yeah. a foreign policy meeting and he brought up the whole idea of he said he actually said when he was introduced, I could set up a meeting between Putin and you if you want. Sessions jump in, jumped in and said, nah, I don't want to hear any talk about that. That's a bad right. idea. Right.
0: right, and nothing more was said. Right,
1: But, so when, when Sessions is asked, or Trump is asked, did anybody on your campaign have any contacts with the Russians? And they say, no, nobody did. Is that an out-and-out lie as it's being portrayed by some? Or could you easily forget that because it was shut down immediately?
0: Some, some lower-level guy who I'm told was only at one meeting Right. that either one of those fellows was at proposed something, it was immediately dismissed as a bad idea, and they moved on to the next topic. One of And listen, I'm no Trump f- fan. So, I, you know, I just, it seems thin to me. One of the
1: funny angles of this, though, is the reason that meeting occurred, now, low-level guy, you can argue with that, because when Donald Trump did an interview with the Washington Post, and he was being grilled about his national security, or, or, or um, uh, yeah, national security team, and, and his knowledge of the world... He threw out the... Galopoulos' name, Papadopoulos' name, <laughs> yes, um, was the second name he threw out of the experts he's yeah. got on his team to help mm. him navigate the world. Yeah. That was the second name he threw wow. out to the Washington yeah. Post. Wow, when was this? Probably
0: the day after See, he
1: met with him. This is the this is where it gets weird, and that Trump could be innocent all still because it was all crap. I mean, they they threw together this meeting. <laughs> Here's hur- our man, yeah. Corey. <laughs> they threw this meeting together very hurriedly because right. they were under pressure at the time. For not having any anybody on their team that knew anything about the world, so they threw together some people really fast, <gasps> pretended to have a meeting that right. wasn't even a real meeting. Then Trump threw out some names of people he didn't even really know because he had to have some names to throw out, right? So did not look like a lightweight, right? But by doing that, he you know he made it seem like the meeting was a big deal and the guy was a big deal. So it was BS to start with, but now he can't really come out and say that was a BS meeting. And as a BS guy, because I didn't really have a team. (laughs) Wow,
0: that's a hell of a defense. I know. Your Honor, I'm far too stupid to (laughs) rob a bank. I can't even find the door.
2: Uh, Well, President uh, Trump is heading out for an 11-day tour of Asia. North Korea, meanwhile, denouncing a U.S.-South Korea bombing exercise as a surprise nuclear strike drill, saying gangster-like U.S. imperialists are trying to ignite a nuclear war. A couple of U.S. supersonic bombers flew over the Korean Peninsula Thursday in a show force against the North. Officials with the Air Force say the drills simulated attacks on land targets but didn't involve any live weapons, and they had been planned for months and months and months. Your Amazon grocery delivery may be ending soon. The online retailer reportedly emailed customers in five states telling them Amazon Fresh Deliveries will be stopping. Customers in California and four East Coast states said they got the email. News of the closure coming after Amazon announced it has six thousand openings at Whole Foods, which it acquired three months ago. So, if you happen to uh, be enjoying the uh, Amazon grocery delivery, it's going away. Mm. Are you in? That you? I know yeah. you're. You, okay, yeah, we do that. All right. So, you're going to have to truck over to your Whole Foods store. I guess. I got like and a sucker. Need to wrap it up. Got a good guest coming up. At your news. I'm Marsh Phillips. I'm starting getting show the voice of the West.
1: We're not doing as much same-day Amazon since we. Uh, found the delivery people to be a little <laughs> a little sketchy looking uh we'll talk to a washington post person about this donna brazil book that's getting so much attention but not as much as it should coming up on the armstrong and getty show
3: Very quickly,
0: Senator, do you agree with the notion that it was rigged? Yes.
1: That's a pretty blanket. Yes, blunt. Yes. From Elizabeth Warren, who's got as much uh, power as anybody in the in the in the the party of the Democrats saying it was rigged. It was rigged. Oh, my
0: God. Boy, that's something. Aaron Blake of The Washington Post joins us now to discuss this uh, earthquake esque story, uh, certainly among uh, Democrats. Hello, Aaron. How are you?
3: Good morning. Doing great.
0: Hey, we've been uh, discussing at uh, fair length in the last couple of days what happened, so we don't really have to reset that. Essentially, the DNC in a huge amount of debt, the Clinton campaign says we'll take over the debt, but we run the Democrat Party. Uh, would that be a fair uh, you know, description?
3: Well, that's basically how Donna Brazile described it, albeit not in so many words. Uh, she she basically alleges that the campaign did assert control, and she said that one particular member of the Clinton campaign basically admitted that to her. This would be uh, Gary Gensler, who was the chief financial officer of the Clinton campaign. Uh, she said he she talked to him about a loan that the campaign had made to the DNC, and that he told her that he was the campaign was essentially now uh, running the DNC at a time when it was supposed to be neutral in the primary.
0: Well, she gives a great deal of detail that they were in charge of everything from all the money to personnel to, uh, you know, strategy to everything. Uh, My question would be, did did very few people know this or or did a fair number of people know it and they just chose not to speak about it?
3: Because Uh, Hillary was the
0: presumptive winner and they wanted to be on the right side of her.
3: Well, yeah, and, and certainly he was the one with the longstanding ties to the Democratic Party establishment. Bernie Sanders, of course, wasn't even a Democrat, uh, technically speaking, for his political career. So it's not really a surprise that there would be people who would be more in kind of the Clinton mold in those positions of power within the Democratic Party establishment. Um, but it, it, I think it's It's something that is coming into more focus as we get more details. I think there is a reluctance among some in the party, certainly not Elizabeth Warren, uh, to be having this conversation because they think it distracts from the party moving forward and focusing on Trump, getting ready for the next election. But there's certainly a lot of hard feelings uh, left among Bernie Sanders supporters from that campaign and I think there's an argument to be made that the party needs to figure out if there was something that was unethical going on with its central party committee during the 2016 election. That's not a small question to be answering.
1: There is a political problem, ethical problem. Is there a legal problem? I mean, uh, these, these parties get to choose their nominees however they want. Did they do anything illegal?
3: I, I don't think that there's any allegation of that, apart from what the president is saying in his tweets uh, this morning. Uh, Even in her op-ed, Donna Brazile was careful to say that she didn't think there was any illegal behavior going on, but she did think it was unethical what the Clinton campaign was doing. You know, when it comes to these party committees, they're free to do pretty much whatever they want. Uh, They're not generally governed by, uh, you know, know, overseen by the law because – uh, they're running their own
1: yeah, party I'm
0: fine with that want. and well, I know, right? I, although I'm told the federal election commission says the par, the primaries have to be fair and equitable but of course you right. know those regulations like we've learned recently foreign lobbyists register roughly never so you know those those rules may <laughs> exist but they're laughed at
3: so but bernie had right. to know if, he was if, getting if anything it runs counter to to the internal rules of the party and not anything outside the party it would be very difficult to legislate uh, the rules of what a party can do yeah. during. A
1: uh, I'm, I'm fine with no illegality. It's just you know, it's it's will a political price be paid? And Bernie had to know he was getting getting squos like that, didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't he recognize why am I not getting more access to this money? Or did he keep his mouth shut? Or wasn't aware of it? Or what?
3: Well, there is the the point that even Brazil made in the in the op-ed that you know this joint fundraising committee that the Clinton campaign had with the DNC was something that was also agreed to by the Sanders campaign. They just didn't use it, uh, partially maybe because it didn't fit their fundraising model. They're much more reliant on small, small dollar donors uh, rather than holding these massive fundraisers and, and stuff like that. So it was available to him, too, but, but there's more than just the, the joint fundraising committee. We're also talking about the loan that Brazil talked about. We're talking about staffing. We're talking about conversations that were had behind closed doors. And Brazil says she came to the conclusion that it was the totality of it was favoring Hillary Clinton. Well,
1: from the beginning, I read the book Shattered. And uh, when Bernie wanted to announce, the DNC wouldn't give him any building space or anything to do his announcement. That's why he announced standing in front of a brick wall somewhere. And that, that really weird, I'm running for president announcement. I mean, from the very beginning, they weren't allowing him to have any of the normal stuff candidates should get.
3: Well, yeah, and this was at a time when nobody thought that he was a serious candidate. Um, uh, I think that they thought that this primary was probably going to be Hillary Clinton all the way through. And when you do have a primary in which there may be nominal candidates running against the clear front runner, um, parties will will jump on board with that front runner and sure. you know, do it because they want to get ahead of general election. So. I think maybe they thought that's what was going to happen, and it decidedly did not happen.
0: Yeah, clearly, uh, clearly you're right. Aaron Blake of the WAPO is on the line. He's a political reporter for The Washington Post. Hey, I realize that the answer to this question would take a full episode of Game of Thrones, and we've only got about a minute, but uh, where is the energy, where is the leadership for the Democrat Party at this point?
3: Well, it's almost completely you know, going at the president right now. I mean, he's a great unifier that they have. He's papered over a lot of internal divisions in the Democratic Party. The fact that they don't really have a leader right now uh, is is another issue, I think. You know, this is going to be kind of a free-for-all in 2020. It's going to be a free-for-all in the years before then as people try to assert some kind of a leadership role in this party. Well, they ought to, they but, ought to uh, figure
1: that out if they're following the current news because the Republicans did that. Everybody was against Obama, and it was, it was easy to all be on the same team. And then as soon as you win you realize, oh, yeah, some of us want smaller government and some of us don't.
0: Yeah, and as of now, I would yeah. suggest that the Democrat Party has the very old and the very left that that have any uh, gravitas or, or momentum, Did and that's Hi- just not going to work.
1: Did Hillary know this was going on, or do you think that was being handled beneath her?
3: It seems like Brazil accuses Clinton herself of being involved in this to some degree. I wow. didn't just say it was the campaign. Right. So. Uh I, I suspect we haven't heard the last of this from Donna Brazile and maybe not from the Clinton campaign.
0: Aaron Blake of the Washington Post. Aaron, uh, well done. Really good to talk to you, and we sure appreciate you taking a few minutes. Okay. Take care, guys. Thank you.
1: And you know what the world missed out on is the Sanders-Trump race that would have been so freaking awesome. Of course, you know, Trump-Clinton was pretty damn good. Yeah. Lock her up, et cetera. If
0: you like chaos and ugliness. But uh, Sanders-Trump would have been crazy. <laughs> Listen, I hate to criticize, but you asked him whether um, Hillary Clinton was involved or it took place beneath her. And uh, I need to point out, there's nothing that's beneath Hillary Clinton.
1: Hey, now,
2: that's
0: a play on words is what that is. Mm. Huh?
1: Mm. There's, there's two it's ways. An indictment.
0: There's two ways you can look
1: at that. A stunning indictment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, what's his name going to be on Saturday Night Live? What
0: is his name? Oh, Larry David.
1: Larry David on Saturday Night Live with a Bernie Sanders story in the news. What's not to like?